Welcome to Here's to the Fall with Josh and Whitney. You just learn to listen to it less as you get older and be like, exactly. I need to be reali- realistic about life. I need I can't, to grow up. Can't, I need to grow up, yeah. Growing up's like, a choice, bitch. Yeah, and that's so boring. No one wants to fucking live my life like that. Hi guys, welcome to part two of 12 Things to Do in 2022. If you haven't listened to the first episode, jump in there and listen. We've got some great recommendations. Recommendation number seven. Let's go. All right, so I've got a TV show. Um, oh, we're getting one, into the TV yeah, shows. Yeah, shows. This one's been out for a little bit longer, but it has stuck with me and I love it so much. So this one is called Love, Death and Robots. Oh. I did yes. not know you were going to say that. I know. I love that TV <laughs> yeah. series. So, did you get me onto that one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I watched like two episodes and I was like, yeah. okay, bitch, this is up your alley. And it's like, what is that thing called? It's like um, Black Mirror where every episode is different. It's um, an anthology series. Yeah. So, every single episode is not connected. Yeah. So, you watch, it's new. Yeah, yeah, so you you watch can, episode seven or six or whatever and they don't connect. And they're all animated. They're all animated. And they all have to do with love, death, and robots. It, so it's like they're all, all animated, but they're all ani- so they're all directed by different people, and they're yep. all animated in different styles. It's honestly so cool. It is so cool. So the themes, yeah, love, death, and robots is sort of like the themes of the mm. overall thing. So it's like a- each episode has some sort of like futuristic element to it. Yes. Maybe it's yeah, like post-apocalyptic, yeah. or maybe it's like pre, like it's like got some sort of sci-fi thing, like an alien situation, or like a spaceship, or like it's uh, like more modern, but it's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Something's happened. So you already set up and like if you imagine I can't remember how many episodes are in the first no. season, but I think there's it, only there's, one season out, right? No, two. Oh. The second season dropped. Not as good, but the first season the first is season. sick. Sorry, I think yeah, there's first literally season. like sixteen episodes. Like it's pretty good. But yeah. they're all imagine them all like short stories. So they're all yes. like ten to twenty minutes long, depending on what one you watch. And all the animations. So they have like really good animated styles, like where they're like really realistic, and then they have ones that are like drawn yeah. animated. Um I definitely got Black Mirror vibes. Yeah, like when, I, when I saw the first one, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, I was like, what? It, it t- took me a while to wrap my head around what, what was going on. But then we watched the second one, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. It, yeah, definitely Black Mirror vibes where it's kind of like mysterious and you just get hooked straight away. Yeah. And, and then like, the ending is just, most of the endings are just fucking. Yeah. I mean, hectic. recommendation 7.5 is Black Mirror. If you haven't heard yeah. of that, oh, go and watch honestly. that. But it has. Um, like each episode and just like every sort of fictional sci-fi thing it reflects sort of like our reality in some way like yes. it's like yeah um there's one about like the future where the robots where robots have taken over and it's sort of like a reflection on how we've treated the earth and stuff like that so mm-hmm. there's like all it, it always tells a good story um but some of them are funny some yeah, of them some are of them funny, really yeah. heartbreaking some of them don't have any dialogue in them and they're just music and yes. like it's just like so it's like watching like 16 different short films yeah Animated short films. Really cool. Um, it is on Netflix and there is a second season, though mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the second season as much as the first, but yeah. um, it's really promising. Like, they've and, got and so some much. of them are a bit graphic. I remember one of them that I watched, I was like, whoa. Yeah, the, For like, like an animation, it was like yeah, the proper fir- graphic. If you're not into, I wouldn't say gore. Some of them are gory. 
but yeah. it's animated. Oh, it's not. Yeah, is it gory? No, I don't think no, it's, gory. it's gory. It's just violent. Some of them are violent. a little bit violent. Yeah, yeah. but um, very cool. Like, yeah, if you don't like the first episode, watch the second episode because like yeah, it, it they change the whole vibe of each one. One yeah. of them changes. So so did you say it's a different director for each one. Yeah, like someone oh, yeah, like they're just getting go. random people that. Oh, I'm sure they're not random. <laughs> Off the but they, yeah, they're like, you, you could do a movie. <laughs> the, um, they get, obviously, people that are, have experience in it and yeah. they direct or um, with an animating team and make a cool short film. It's sick. And, like, I'm guessing the writing team's all different for each movie. Like, it's it's so good. So good. Loved it. Recommendation number eight. Number eight is another podcast. I am an avid podcast listener. You are. Uh, you're not though. You're not. You're not like super into not like super a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have listened to a few. Yeah. Yeah. Ours. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to ours just to make sure the sound isn't fucked up. Um, mine is a podcast called Exit Scam. This is another one that I found literally just by tr- like going through the new ones. Um, it's called Exit Scam. So it is a real story. This one is about, um. This Canadian Bitcoin, um, hopefully I didn't lose you when I said Bitcoin. Just <laughs> stay with me. So, this guy created a company where he, he was like a bank for Bitcoin. So, like, people would give him, like, cryptocurrency money and he would store it in his bank. And what it came out to be like is that he was basically running this whole bank by himself and he had, like... Um, $20 million in other people's money. And he would, like, use the money to, like... Um, like, you know, with cash flow, how they sort of, like, yeah. you, someone will lend money and then they, like, if someone wants to deposit money, then someone wants to re- withdraw, they use other people's money. Yep. That's sort of how banks work. Yeah. But um, what happened is he went over to India on his honeymoon and he died and then the $20 million went completely missing because they couldn't find his passwords. And, like, if... I did not know this before listening to the podcast. His passwords, so, it, like, as in, like, password to... To access get- all the business accounts. So, oh. like, no one could... They couldn't give anyone back their money. Wait, surely like, there's something that... Yeah, this is the thing, okay. is that you... With cryptocurrency, there's only one password. So, you have, like, um, I can't remember what they called it. It's, like, a key. They call it, oh. like, a secret key. And that secret key gains you access to the accounts. And if you lose it, you lose it. So, people have actually lost millions of dollars of Bitcoin That's before because they've lost the thing. Because it's so much money and it's like a, f- a secret currency, essentially. I forget my password for every fucking thing that I've got, honestly. Babe, I don't Constantly know this, having to read my password. We're not even going to be able to publish this episode because I've forgotten the password. <laughs> um, but, so, he basically, they can't access his account. So, his wife is like, sorry, everyone. Like, you've lost your money. Bullshit. And, and then it's like, hmm, Okay. Are you sure? Okay. And they, like, hired in private investigators and all this stuff. And most people have this thing. I can't remember what they called it now. It's like a death key or something like that, where if you um, – it's like an email that sends, like, sends to you and you have to reply to it. And if you don't reply to it within, like, a week, it sends, it sends all your details to, like, your next of kin. So oh. it's like it's like you're keeping up to say no, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Like oh, right. say it, like people of high profile that have a lot of money, like they if they don't reply, it'll send it to you, for instance, and be like, here's all the access to everything because that person isn't responding and they're kidnapped or dead. Wow. So basically, they investigated, and I'll just give you a hook so you can go in and watch it. But um, they investigated it, and the money wasn't even in that account, so it's completely gone. So the whole the whole podcast is about them investigating if he faked his own death. And an exit scam. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, an exit scam is a terminology used by, like, investigators that says someone that sets up a business with the intention to leave it with all the money 
and not be found. So wow. the whole concept, and I think they're setting it up because they've called the podcast exit scam. They sort of set it up to like maybe explore other people, like other exit scams that people have done. But this is sick. It's it's so interesting. That's pretty cool. I, even till the last episode, I'm like, oh my god. And they tell you all about like faking your death and like how like they talk to investigators and they're like, um, like investigators that specialize in people in that people fake their faking own death. their death. And they're like, these are the common traits. And it's like tick tick tick, bitch. He ticks all the boxes. He's fucking in Hawaii. He's yeah. On and one thing I learned colliders. in this podcast. <laughs> I could use a pin of color. <laughs> um, one thing I learned on this podcast was that in India, for like a hundred US dollars or something they said, you can buy like a certificate of your death. Like, what? Yeah. And you can buy a dead body. That's seriously yeah, fucked and, up. And they don't in, – well, in Canada, they if you have all the correct paperwork and you send the body in a coffin – Back to this, the like the country it's from. They don't check the body or identify the body because you have. They assume with all the documentation that that's already been done. So they're like, right. yeah, all the paperwork works out straight into the grave. What? So like, Why would there's they not no, check the body? there's that like, is weird. Yeah. So I don't think all countries are like that. I mean, I'm not very yeah. like well versed in um, uh, border security for dead bodies <laughs> around the world. Um, but it is an interesting. Wow. Story to listen to. So, exit scam. Exit scam. Very cool. I'll link that in the bio wow. as well. Yeah. Link that in the bio, like we're fucking talking on Instagram. <laughs> link it in the show notes, darling. Number nine. All right. So, mine is for anyone that lives in the Gold Coast or Brisbane area. Um, but Most of our listeners Most of our listeners are do. From so, Brizzy, I feel like this Gold is Coast. hopefully beneficial. <laughs> shout um, out if you don't, if you yeah. live overseas. Shout out. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this one is a restaurant. So, um, it is in Miami and it's called Frida Soul. So I'm sure for anyone who doesn't know Frida Soul, like maybe you've heard of it and haven't been there, but honestly, it is the best authentic Mexican food you can have. It's so good. And it's based off, um, um, her name's Frida. Frida. Is it Carlo? Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like. Pictures like type in Frida on Google, like yeah, everyone yeah. knows. Like it's yeah, yeah. her photos everywhere, all over it. And it's, it's the bar and all of the sides made out of like stone. It's it's gorgeous and it overlooks the the water, like the top of it. The restaurant looks over the top of the water. So if you go there about like five in summer, like five six p.m., su- sunset. stunning su- sunset. Oh my god, Amazing. so good. So authentic Mexican food. They do those deep fried. What did we have? When we went there, we went there for- Wait, we um, had the, like, the taco, soft tacos. Soft. That's what I had when I was there. But they do these, like, deep fried- What are deep fried burritos? Are they taquitos? Taquitos? Taquitos. Taquitos. they <laughs> I think so. Well, whatever they, a deep fried- Like, yeah. it's like a small it's burrito that's It's like a little, little baby burrito, probably, like, as long as your finger, but it's really thick, and they deep fry it. Dude, Holy I'd eat anything fuck. deep fried. I'd eat anything deep fried. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I'd eat- Nah. <laughs> I just eat the batter. I thought you said nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I'd eat the nuts, but is there such thing as deep fried nuts? Gross. Yeah, that is gross. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to Frida Soul. Frida Soul. Oh my god, so good. You yeah. have to go. Authentic uh, Mexican food. I feel like everyone likes Mexican food. It's just that everyone. Babe, it's the you gotta be making best. millions if you're in that kind of. You remember how the other day we were talking about like, um, because. We do this thing at work where we get to – it's called get to know the team and we ask the team questions and they answer them and a lot of people were saying – one of them was their favourite food and heaps of people said that they love Italian food, obviously. Who doesn't? I mean, like, next, obviously. Yeah, but when we were talking about, like, a, like no one's done, like, a fast food, like, Italian 
No, oh yeah, no one. We were saying that like no one has created some sort of franchise yeah. that we know of in Australia. Yeah, that's like fast. that was fast food because they've you know they've done like the American burgers, like Macca's yeah. and all that. Like they've got fast Mexican food for that. Mexicans done, turned into like yeah, a fast food, Guzzling like white, Guzzling, Guzzling, yeah, yeah. Um, all that shit. But Subway, no, yes. Yeah, but there seems like, like a huge market in Mexico. Uh, and we were Italian saying food. though that like pasta is seen as like a delicacy in the way yeah. that it's like it's meant to be created a certain way and i think it would be like shitting on the art form of making pasta if it was like fast food yeah but i'm totally. sure the mexicans would have something to say about them doing a fucking burrito in three minutes honestly yeah it's not I three minutes anymore fuck me i was in the line for like 45 <laughs> minutes the other day a dozen. i don't even want to talk about it it was new year's day darling yeah <laughs> so yeah frida soul frida get soul. on that shit we'll link it um number 10 is me and we've got another tv show um now this one I have literally not heard anyone talk about this, so it might be utter shit, but I was recommended from a friend, so only one person I know has watched this. Um, It's called Dispatches from Elsewhere. It is really unique, and I'm going to struggle to, like, sort of put it into a little box because it is a lot of things, but basically it takes place in, like, I think it's, like, Pennsylvania in America, and... This may it's Jason Siegel who plays the main guy, and he created and directed it and wrote it. So it's like really his. Is that baby. the comedian? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was trying so hard to remember like who it was that yeah. was in it because it was it was last year that I watched it, and I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. But when I found it, I ended up being like, "What? What is he from? Like, what is Jason Siegel from?" Oh, I only. Really, what is he well known? I'm pretty sure I know him from um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, see, I don't think I've seen that. Like, oh, I have, like, when I first that. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's he's good. Um, He's pretty good in this, too. So, basically, he plays this, like, borderline depressed character that's sort of, like, working in an office job. I thought this was going to be a comedy. It is a little bit. It's hard to explain. Um, But he's, like, working in an office job, super unhappy, and it sort of reflects that sort of, like, day-to-day monotonous Mm. going through the motions sort of thing. Um, And he sees this, like, he sees like a, you know those um like pamphlet things on the side of like a in America how they like put them on yeah yeah on, on like lampposts and stuff and mm-hmm. then it, and you can pull the ticket the number out. yeah the number. number it's like yeah. yeah I I need a roommate or something like that yeah this is like are you unhappy with your life or something like that and it's like oh. take a card and then he starts to see like the symbol. I might be remembering. I did watch it a year ago. So, this is just trying to, like, hook you in. But basically, he, like, he's walking around and he can see the that symbol everywhere. And he sort of feels really drawn to the idea of, like, this thing. And he's like, why am I being drawn to this? And it's sort of going, like, do you want your life to change? And, like, are you bored and do you want some excitement? So, he goes to this random room in this hotel thing. And it seems it, us. Yeah. It, this is the whole thing. It's sort of like a mystery. And he goes in and it, it plays this video for him. And it's like, your life is going to be so much better. And it basically becomes this thing of like a quest throughout the city where like it, the way they pitch it is like, um, finding the magic behind the veil of everyday life. So it's like, it's not magic, but it's like when they go, like they'll follow these clues and they'll go to these places and then they meet with other people that are like depressed and like, have nowhere to go and and want something better with their life. And they create these friendships because they've, like, met in this place because of wow. this quest. And they're, like, they're, like, trying... Like, for instance, they go, like, into this, like... It seems magical when you're doing it, like, when you're watching it. And then, like, it almost feels like you're watching something supernatural because of the way that they lead it through is really whimsical. And then you get into, like... 
I don't know, they led to this, like, witch shop, and it's, like, really beautiful, and they're, like, suddenly be able to see, like, oh, this, like, monotonous city that I'm in, in this monotonous job can actually be, like, if I just, like, venture outside of my normal life, it can actually be really beautiful. Wow. So, the whole show is, like, based around, like, these lost souls of the city coming together and, like, meeting each other, and it has, there's not, like, a major, there's no, like, battles or anything like that, but there's, like... I don't know, like, I think there's this one bit where it's, like, they'll, he gets, like, a text message and it's, like, dance in the rain. And, like, you know, this guy that yeah. is basically just right, done with life, he just, like, starts dancing in the rain. And then, but other people playing the game, like, see him and they start oh dancing in the rain with it. I love that. It's really beautiful. I, I think beautiful. anyone should watch it. It's just, like, one of the, it's very artsy, like, low-key, but, it, yeah. you know, it has some known people so in it. So, it seems like he's in, he's taken more of, like, a dramatic role rather yeah than, yeah yeah and and it opens up and it becomes a bit mysterious like they're like what is 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 this game real or is it like is this the magic that we're seeing real or is it being set up and they're like trying to figure out if it's game or not or if it's just reality like it's yeah. this like a real trippy thing yeah. it gets kind of weirdly dark in some bits and you're like oh i don't know what's happening yeah i enjoyed the journey it's really interesting like as you get older and you kind of slowly start to use that lose that um in a child, I feel like I've definitely been a lot more conscious of that and making sure that, you know, finding joy in all, like, the little things, you know, like dancing yeah. in the rain yeah. or, you know, like, you know, singing out really loud to songs and dancing around. Like, yeah. it's just, like, that inner child that gets really excited about even the small things. And I think it's really important to, like, think about and, you know, be conscious of and make sure that you're always feeding that inner child because we, yeah. all, we all have it. It doesn't go away. You just learn to listen to it less as you get older and be exactly. like, I need to be real- realistic about life. I need I can't, to grow up. Can't, I need to grow up, yeah. Growing up's like, a choice, bitch. Yeah, and that's so boring. No one wants to fucking live nah, my life like that. Bored. Inner child. <laughs> not nah, bored. Bored of that. <laughs> inner child is what, you know, I feel like it, it keeps you young. You know? It really does. It keeps you enjoying all the little things. It's so important. I think it's so important. important. And I think that's what this, like this show is really just in case you didn't hear it at the start, it's called dispatches from elsewhere. And it just sort of reminded me about that. Mm, Like, I love that. And I don't think many shows that you watch, like, you know, you could, you can watch game of Thrones and it's like this really beautiful. I'm just thinking about random shit. Yeah. Like adventure and like uh, it, and you know, they did it really well until the last season. Um, but (laughs) debatable, (laughs) debatable, not to many, but just to you. (laughs) Um, and, like, it, it, you don't get many shows or movies that really touch you and go, like, oh, yes. fuck, how can I live my – how can I make my life be a little bit more magical? And, like, what's behind the veil of, like, reality? Yeah. Is, Love like, it. sort of something I can look into and, like – I'm going to watch it. It has, like, vibes of, like, Alice in Wonderland in a weird way because sometimes you, you're watching it and you're like, is this a supernatural show? Yeah. Because the way that they do it is, like – is this? I don't know. Do you know what magic realism is? No. Magic realism is like a style of art, like in art forms, like it's theatre, whatever, um, where they show like magic, but it's not real. So it's like it's saying that a good example of it would be like a dream sequence in a movie. Mm, like it's yeah. like, oh, that's not actually happening, but it is magic. Like yeah. in in or the like context your perception of, it. of yeah. Have you seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Do you know no, that movie? I haven't. Oh, I'm trying to think of another one. I can't think of another movie, but like it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, I'm not going to talk about Walter Mitty now, but it, it's got that <laughs> idea of like, he has these like visions of like his life, what it could be. So it's like, 
Yeah, I know but you mean. watch the whole story play out. Yeah, but it's not really happening. So it's like this, like it's called magic realism, where they're showing wow. you magic, but it's not real. In like, it's yeah. not like a fantasy world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Um, they use that in a lot of things. Um, it's a really cool technique. Wow, awesome! I'm going to watch that. That sounds yeah, amazing for sure. I'll link it to you, Dallin. Um, we're up to recommendation number eleven. Eleven legs. Eleven legs. Eleven. We should go to bingo. That was random. Sorry, wait, I just wait, thought you're you saying know, that you wanted to go to bingo. Yeah, I'm going to bingo. A, yeah, with you're going to bingo. Soon. Well, she, um, me and my friend were like, we should go to bingo. Like he was like, I w- I'm not joking, and I'm like, bitch, I'm not fucking joking either. We looked it up, and there's like, <clears throat> on a Tuesday night, it's like five thousand dollar prize pool at Southport RSL. Five thousand dollars, like as in money, like straight money you win or prizes. I think it's over the two hours, but I'm like, that's a high odds. Like, Holy shit. Even if I won $200, like, that's, like, Do you, just to go. Is there an entry? Yeah, like, 10 pay? bucks. Oh, wow. But then, but then you win, like, but you can win, like, prizes, like, bottles of wine, meat trays, that's like, sick. all that shit. And it's, like, I would do that just for the, this is not a recommendation. No one, el- no one else. Go <laughs> or is it? <laughs> no one else go to South Park yeah. <laughs> at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays because I want less odds. No, more? Do you say less odds or more odds when you have better chance? Less odds. Bet- less you just want better odds, don't you? No. But I don't le- know. We need a doctor. <laughs> we need a doctor. We need a doctor in here. Um, no, what's um, Legs 11? Legs 11 is so this recommendation is invest money in proper skincare. Oh. This has changed my life. <laughs> I, I love I've how been I said, on this. Oh, well, I can't oh. do it and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the past two years I've been on like dedicated to. You know, really working on my skin. You've done it like clockwork. Like you're yeah. pretty good. Well, you're pretty good at like, even if you drop the ball for a week, you're straight back on. Yeah, that. yeah. And I'm not a very like, I don't know. I'm not that kind of person that like, you know, does the same thing day to day. Like I get bored of stuff, and I'll be like, oh, over that. I want to do this. But skincare has been something that's really stuck with me, and it's because I've seen the effects of it and how it's really benefited me. Benefited me. Benefited. Benefited. Um. So invest your money in proper skincare. So. Probably, yeah, two years ago, I read this article. Really, I was super, I was like, let's go. I'm on the train. I remember Spent that more day. money than what I should have. Yeah. And I remember going, babe, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And like, I, just have a sit down, have a think about it. But you yeah. did it. But I did it. And I'm really glad I did it because yeah. it honestly did change my life. And some of the products I bought, most of them were incredible. Some of those big purchases, like, I feel like. Those big purchases, like, you know, a $500. Yeah. Like, like I had the same – this is nowhere near the same thing. But, like, when I bought my PS5 for, like, $1,000, yeah. yep. I really was like, that's a lot of money. But that – I literally you played use it every day. Yeah, just like day. my skincare, I use it every single day. Yeah, yeah. I and think it's worth the money. Yeah, like, and I, I wasn't – everyone's going to be different and what you want to use or how you want to use it or what you want to improve, like, could be, you know, hydration or restoring your skin – what you, or even acne, whatever you want to improve, you'll need to find what works best for you because there are some brands that I bought, probably the more expensive ones, and they didn't really work out for me. So it's not so, necessarily yeah, the more expensive, the better. No, no, and I had to kind of do my research, and I did, and now I, I feel like I find a skincare routine that works really well for me. Um, I'd, I'm not someone that really suffers from acne, but in regards to, you know, um, restoring my skin, like I've got a little bit of um, sun damage. I'm a bit dark under the eyes. So, um, you know, a little bit of like a um, couple of blackheads and things like that. But- I think it's important to note, like, if you do have any sort of like 
skin conditions yes. in the sense of like it's probably best to talk to a, See a dermatologist. dermatologist 100% like and we, I we are not recommend, here recommending no, definitely not exact products. And, no and that's why I say everything everyone's different because everyone mm. has totally different skin so I would actually recommend seeing a dermatologist first before taking this advice but the um, recommendation number 11 is to get a skin routine yeah, yeah. and see a dermatologist because they'll actually tell you um like what kind of skin you've got and what you need to improve on so they might say you need to use like a foam cleanser or this this and this blah 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 so i didn't do that <laughs> and that's it probably, took probably me, recommend it yeah, i didn't do yeah it. but it took me a lot longer to get what i needed i feel like i true, saved true. a lot of money and time by just seeing a dermatologist that's and doing true. it all myself so that's um, recommendation 11.5 but <laughs> um but yeah i just use like um restoring products hydration products and i think investing in a really good moisturizer and sunscreen is super important and i never used to use sunscreen before and when i tell you now girl, girl sunscreen is life sunscreen. get on that shit that, i'm not on it even if, I need to. even if for you josh even if you don't want to do skincare sunscreen like honestly fucking hell it will because change- because of why because it doesn't damage, like you're so saying, So not the only sun. does it, like, damage your skin, but it also makes you age really quickly. So, like, fine lines, skin damage. I'm basically damage. a vampire. I don't go outside. <laughs> no, but even, even see, some of my friends are, like, even, you know, people would say, like, even driving to work and the way the sun reflects off your thing and hits your face and your yeah. hands and things like that. Like, I mean, it makes Your hands, sense. your neck, around your eyes, it's, like, the first thing to start showing signs of aging. But can so- you get sunscreen that isn't, like... Going to the beach, SPF fucking slap, slip, slop, oh, motherfucker. You can get ones that feel super like hydrating or really soft, and then you just let it sink into your skin, and then you know you feel. So it's it almost really like good. moisturizer. It feels mo- like moisturizer. Yeah. Some of the ones you can get. So that's cool. Um, yeah, really good. Could you? Would you? Would you say that you can have a good skin care routine without spending an exorbitant amount of money? Yes, is that I would the word say- exuberant? Exuberant? Ex- exorbitant. I was thinking because of, mo- of the fucking <laughs> moisturizer. <laughs> exorbitant amount yeah. of money um yes i would say that the only thing that i and, and some of the things that i did spend a lot of money on i've kind of tapered off them now like i used to use a pre-cleanser which is like a, like an oil that helps melt your makeup off things like that so like that like, jar was like pricey. 80 dollars. i love Fucking love, love it i love it but i'm like don't need $80. it every day yeah and the so money's I'd like scrub no. my fucking face with a body <laughs> scour Ew. and use that shit um but yeah, so I use um, a product, uh, sorry, a brand called The Ordinary, and they're quite that's affordable. pretty popular. I think yeah, they now. are. Yeah, but they, when you started, people, I didn't see it anyway. No, I didn't now use that. I used like Terry White and shit. I know. I used like Drunk Elephant, really expensive products. But now I've gone on to like The Ordinary because I feel like they're just as effective, really affordable, and I think the products just work well for my skin. Um, but there are some products I want to start moving more towards. Um, so yeah, but that would be a huge record, and that that goes for males as well. I think that's hundred percent talked like, about. I mean, no, I am it's not going to sit here. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> self-care baby. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have a skincare routine. Yeah. I definitely don't. But I feel like the idea of it is cool. Like, I'd like to. Yeah. I think I'm just not very proactive on it because I still get told that I look like a 12-year-old when I get alcohol from that shop. So, I don't feel that pull towards it, that sort of, like, you know, slowing down I don't think it's process. not only... But it's not just that. It's things that, that you do that also make you feel really good as well. Yeah. Like I use um I use hyaluronic acid, which is just like helps hydrate your skin. Which and it when sounds I like see- it burns off your, your skin. Like <laughs> acid, yeah. hyaluronic acid. Like couldn't they call it like hydro serum? Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. 
They could have, but like it's hydrolonic some, acid. Yeah, but no, it's actually something that, that your skin They're like, produces. let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. This is what it is. <laughs> but it's a natural thing that your body actually produces. So hyaluronic acid is a natural substance oh, that comes from your skin. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, so it what brings the moisture. Yeah, so I think you do it when your your face is like a little bit damp, um, but it actually helps absorb all the um, products that you use and helps um, absorb water into your skin as well. That's fucking cool. And I'm not kidding. When I say I use this and then the next day I wake up and my face is literally glowing, like, my face looks like it's wet. That's how fucking, yeah. you know, and yeah, as long as you stay consistent, like, and I feel like now if I don't do it, if my face is just dry with nothing on it, I feel a bit like, Ugh. You're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Give me some acid. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a scour and some acid. <laughs> like, like LSD. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so that's my recommendation. And to be honest, out of all the things that I've mentioned, if, like, one of them had to be the one that you fucking listen to, Acid. No. <laughs> Hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid. No, definitely skincare. I, I, I actually – Especially think, sunscreen. Yeah, I think that that's the one that's probably made you feel what more – like, do you feel more confident? Like, what's the – what's 100%, the what's I feel the, more confident. What is equal? Um, and I just feel like I've done something that – for myself. Like, yeah. I've done something that makes me feel – like, when I've washed my hair, got out of the shower, my tan's done, I've done my, you know, all my um, moisturizers and stuff, I feel – so good. I'm like, there bring is on tomorrow. Definitely a mental side to that. Like, 100%. it's like it's like the idea of like turning up. Like yes, I'm here. I'm here. And that's it's like people always go like you just shouldn't have to do X and Y to like impress other people. And it's like sometimes I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for myself. Babe. Like because so I because when I if I'm in a shit mood or whatever and mm. I have a shower like just a shower yeah um and you know how you have like like a shower then you have like a shower yes like where you really. Yep. really have a shower. Yeah. Like, I'm going to smell every... Yeah. F- n- not my body. Like, I'm going to smell the soaps and I'm going to smell... Like, or I'm going to scrub. Like, I'm going to yes, exfoliate you, my whole fucking yes. body. And I'm going to so shed soft. like a snake, bitch. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, like a skin... You're like, if you're shedding like shower. a snake, you... Steak? <laughs> if you're <laughs> shedding like a snake, you really need some moisturizer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, like that's a mental thing. I'm turning up. Yeah, here I am. 100%. I, I know Ru- RuPaul always says like, um, if you ever feel like you're not in a good mood, like put on a suit because you're gonna you're gonna turn put on up. some skincare. Yeah. And that's no. like I think that's important about like living your authentic self. Sometimes is like finding whatever that is for you like yes, it, it might 100%. not be for me it's a, a, like a shower like fuck like yep. here we are but like i always feel people, best when i've taken a shower i put on my comfy clothes my hair's clean you know got the moisturizer and everything on my face and i lay in bed and i'm just like oh, i feel fucking a million dollars <laughs> here i am talking about having a shower to like turn up and get ready and, yeah. and i lay in bed <laughs> and i sleep for eight hours yeah honestly <laughs> <laughs> then i feel good baby waking up fresh i and think it's a good recommendation because i feel like that really can change people yeah. in a way. Like, and if you want to start somewhere, like if you literally have no idea, just do a little bit of research. But um, if I had to like even two or three products, first one is 100% sunscreen. Yeah. And also, I don't know the theory behind this. I don't know what it is, but like I know science? some the science, but there's also some, you know, different opinions about it, but sunscreen and how some people think that sunscreen has a lot of toxic chemicals in it that actually cause s- s- cancer um Wait, does so it? i don't know this for a fact but i have done a little bit of research and you know what else causes sun. cancer the fucking sun yeah i know i'm sure but- at a higher rate than whatever maybe yeah, I'm sh- but- surely but- that makes literally no sense but people said there are chemicals in sunscreen that actually cause cancer like 
the chemicals with the sun. It actually damages your skin. So any of those really cheap sunscreens, I wouldn't recommend. That means or maybe do your own research. Cancer Council sunscreens now as well. Like yeah. they have like ones approved by. Yeah, I would just um, Google sense. the ingredients, look at the ingredients, have a look what works for you. But I know there are some sunscreens that people definitely don't recommend. Um, so yeah, maybe do a like some yeah do some research yeah but um yeah so it was really interesting i definitely was like wow that sounds like it could be a thing um so um yeah sunscreen a good sunscreen moisturizer and another one that i've used that has been really amazing is um any kind of retinol so that's like a restoring i get um, another name that sounds damaging it does doesn't it and the first time i used it i didn't use it right and it did actually didn't go down I'm just well for me. But <laughs> I'm just surprised they don't use more fluffy names, like like yeah. moisturizing names. But yeah. like you know, but I think they're just trying to keep it transparent. It is. it is what it is. Like yeah. it's just like it is. It I is thought, what it is. I <laughs> thought it would be more beautiful because it's the yeah. beauty industry. Yeah. But um, I love that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Thank you. Our final recommendation is recommendation number twelve. Number twelve. I wish I could say um, the number twelve in French, because I'm feeling it right now. You don't know it. I don't know it. I love like I think you I know, searching I know, for a word you literally don't know. No, I think I know it in Italian. Oh, it's not what I asked for, but it's kind of, you know, it's not I think too, it's Dorici. Too off field. Dorici. It sounds okay. Japanese. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Italian. Okay, okay. I Number Dorici. Dorici. It definitely doesn't man. sound Italian, but um, book book it's a book recommendation again yep. um this book if you're gonna read a book this is the one okay so this book is called invisible monsters and it's by chuck paulinick who is the guy that wrote fight club oh like the original fight club book that got turned into the movie yeah this movie i'm um, sorry this book is called invisible monsters and so basically what it what the concept is is that this chick is like a supermodel and everyone knows who she is, but in an accident, in a car accident, which, um, she actually gets shot in, like, she gets like, um, basically attacked in a car and someone shoots her in the face and her whole, her jaw gets blown off. They don't describe it. Okay. The premise is, is that she's gone from being the most beautiful person in the world right. to someone that basically is unrecognizable. And the whole idea is that she finds this group of people that have like, um, so that she meets like the, they call her the Queen Supreme, and she's like a trans woman that's trans, like in the process of transitioning, and and these other people like there's someone with a disability, and this and her with her face like basically blown off, Jeez. and but the whole concept, which this is what I love, is that they talk about the fact that when you are in that sphere of people you become invisible to the world because people aren't paying attention anymore. Mm. So like they do that some fucked up shit. Like, so they, like, become almost like a crime um, ring oh. to, like, do things. But people aren't paying attention because people want to look away from the people that don't look like them. Wow. So they're, like, becoming these invisible people that no one would ever suspect. So when you say crime is in, like, they start doing some shit. Like- they sort of try to uncover what happened to her and, like, the attack that happened to her and all this stuff and, like, the things that happened to them and that made them the way that they are or the people that abuse them. And they the story jumps backwards and forwards. And he says at the start of the book, he's like, this is not a normal story. And it will jump, like, into the, these random scenes. And you're like, well, how does this all make sense? But then, like, you, it all pieces together. And you're sort of following this group of invisible monsters that um, 
want to wreak havoc on the people that did them wrong. Wow. But no one's looking for them because they're all just invisible in a way because people just want to, like, look the other way. It's That's really interesting. That is interesting. And if you like Fight Club as a concept, it it's probably his – it's better than Fight Club. It's just not as um, popular because yeah. I guess maybe the concept of it is maybe too That's brutal. That's because Fight like, Club has Brad Pitt in it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it has that idea of, like, that, br- like, that yeah. brutal masculine energy that people kind of like. Um, mm. This one has more, like, feminine energy of, like, these women um, that are, like, sort of on the outside of society and like try and like overcome their their the odds like what what's being put against them and try to like take out the world but it's an angry book so it's like it's not like kumbaya this is who we are this is like no you've taken this from me and i'm gonna take you've it taken back. my jaw and now I'll take yeah yeah so. you've blown off my jaw like someone i was reading the reviews before because i was like i wonder what other people thought and yeah. someone gave it a five-star review and they're like this book made me want to blow my own jaw off in a good way. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I kind of get it. <laughs> so that's my book recommendation, Invisible Monsters by Chuck Polinick. Um, Really great book. I love it. Awesome. Well, that sort of wraps up our recommendations. We did 12 recommendations and therefore you to immerse yourself with in 2022. I hope you guys enjoy them. I, I feel like there's definitely like some mixture in there. Oh, there's some fucking people, random so. shit in there. I, or I if you want to do all of them. Yeah. We'll give you a prize. Yeah. No. <laughs> we don't have anything to give. We'll give you some hydrolonic acid. acid. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, and I hope that you have a brilliant day. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.